This is the Adult Explore the Bible Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This podcast is designed to help teachers prepare to lead a Bible study group using LifeWay's Explore the Bible adult resources. Each week, we review the Bible passage for that week's study. We examine some questions that teachers may face, and we give some teaching tips along the way. This winter, we are studying the first 19 chapters of Genesis. I'm Amber Vaden, your host, and today I'm joined by Tim Pollard. Tim is the team leader for Explore the Bible Kids. He is a frequent guest on this podcast and always brings good insight. Um, so he is, we're, we're glad that you're here today, Tim. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, today we're looking at session seven. And in this podcast, we will be discussing Genesis chapter eight, verses 10 through 22. So first, I will just uh, share our outline. It just gives an overview of what's happening in these verses, um, followed by the overall summary statement for this session. And then after that, we will jump into some questions that either our group leaders uh, that you may face as, as you are preparing to teach this Sunday, or questions that your group members may ask during your Bible study time. So we want to look at that together. So as I said, we're, like, we're in Genesis chapter 8. In verses 10 through 14, having already sent out a raven and then a dove, Noah waited another seven days before sending the dove out again. This time it returned with an olive branch. Noah waited another seven days before sending the dove out for a third time. And when the dove did not return, Noah knew the land had dried, so he removed the ark's cover and he waited. In verses 15 through 19, God directed Noah to bring his wife, family, and all of the creatures out of the ark. He commanded all living creatures to spread out over the earth and to multiply. And Noah and his family exited the ark, followed by the animals. In Genesis 8, 20 through 22, Noah built an altar, and he offered every kind of clean animal and bird as an offering to the Lord. God responded to the offering by promising to never strike down every living thing with a flood again. His promise included his assurance of continual seasons on the earth. And our overall summary statement for the whole session is this. Restoration awaits those who trust God. This is a great passage and possibly a familiar one to everyone in your group, but maybe not. Uh, we do want to look at it closely and examine some questions that you may, you may encounter as you're studying or that your group members may bring up in your Bible study time. Uh, so here's our first question. Noah was faithful. He was obedient to God's instruction through the flood and its aftermath. Tim, is this kind of obedience expected of Christians today? Uh, that, it's, that's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh when I mean, you we're not that. being asked. Right. I yeah, laugh. We're not being asked to build a boat, but. <laughs> no, no, we're absolutely not. But I, I did laugh when you said that this might be familiar to, to most of the people uh, who are listening to this podcast. And since this is directed towards adults, that's that's probably true. But, you know, this is one of those foundational Bible stories that we use in kids all the time. So it's yes. a very familiar story to us. And, and one of the things that we see in this is obedience. And I think it's a really cool fact uh, to pull out is, you know, God approaches this man <laughs> and tells him to do some really weird things. You know, mm -hmm. we haven't seen rain. It's been 
um, you know, Noah is old and God tells him to, to go build an ark and Noah has the faith and the trust to do it. And I think that the interesting passage or part of this passage that I really love is, you know, Genesis six twenty two, basically says Noah, Noah went and did exactly what God told him to do. Uh, so he didn't really question. He didn't throw a fit. He just, he went and built an ark. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's absolutely the kind of obedience that God is looking for. Uh, and even today, you know, that God hasn't changed. Um, so he still has the same expectations of us that he did of, of believers back in Bible times. It's, you know, that's the phrasing that we use when we talk to kids about it. So back in Bible times, you know, um, God's promises are true then and, and they're continued uh, to be true today. So, you know, God's mm-hmm. expectations haven't wavered. His expectations haven't changed. And he still expects us to be as obedient as Noah was. And that's part of the reason why that story is there. Yeah, it's good. And I did say maybe this is familiar, but it just dawned on me that uh, it is a valuable passage to study no matter our age uh, because uh, it certainly has things to teach us for children, but also as, as adults, there's, there's just a lot here. Yeah. How did Noah demonstrate active waiting on the ark? What, what can we learn from his example? So I think one of the things obviously we can learn from his example is that we, we have to wait sometimes too. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I think we've all heard the the phrase that when we pray, you know, God gives us three answers. One is yes, one is no, and the other one is wait, mm-hmm. which is the one that none of us wants to hear uh, because of our humanity. You know, we want a yes or a no, and we want to move on. Uh, but, you know, sometimes God does tell us to wait, and that's the answer uh, that Noah got. I mean, he, he and his family and all of these animals were on the ark for over a year. And it, he really didn't have anything else to do mm-hmm. <laughs> other than wait on God. You know, I think one of the interesting points about this story is that Scripture doesn't tell us that God had any conversations with Noah and his family while they were on the boat. Um, so, you know, it, it's possible that God did speak. It's just not recorded for us in Scripture. So I think it's fun Uh, for us to think about the fact that, you know, Noah showed even greater faith uh, by not hearing from God and possibly, you know, having to wonder, you know, is God still out there? Does he still care? And I think because of his faithfulness, and that's what, that's what this story really draws out. Noah was so faithful in his waiting um, and God, God blessed him through that. I think it's helpful that you mentioned uh, God blessed him in his waiting, because I think that's the step that maybe is super hard for us sometimes. Uh, no one likes to wait. Uh, I'm a terrible waiter. I'm terrible at it. It's just the hard part. Uh, but sure. that's that's what we we look at Noah and we go, well, he did it. I mean, he <laughs> is what an example. And then how the Lord responded to that. How is Noah's departure? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say my family recently just came back from a cruise. So, you know, I kind of throw myself into that situation and think, how how would I spend a whole year or more, you know, more than a year on this, on this boat? But. (laughs) Oh, I would 100% struggle. There's just really no question. I would have a hard time. 
Um, yeah, yeah. How is Noah's departure from the ark similar to the earlier account of creation, and how is it different? Well, obviously what we're doing here is a brand new creation. Uh, everything that had been on the earth is now destroyed, mm-hmm. and Noah and his family are getting to walk into a brand new creation of God. Uh, everything is growing fresh. Everything is, uh, nothing has marred the land yet. You know, it's it's pristine, if you will, um, in the way that God presented it. So when they come off of the, the ark, it, it's like walking into this brand new creation. And part of that, the similarity in those accounts is that God issued the same command, you know, go, go forth and multiply. Um, and I think that's important mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he told him to move. <laughs> don't, don't just stick around, you know, yes. multiply and get out, get out and fill the earth. Uh, and that was just for people and for animals as, um, the same. So go forth and multiply was one of the things that God, that God commanded the, in the beginning. And it's also something that he, he commanded here. I, I think one of the interesting things that I always think about when I read this story is that the population, populating of the earth was actually in reverse. In the creation story, God created everything in an order. And he did the same thing here, but he kind of did it in reverse Mm -hmm. order. Because people were the last things that God created, but people were the first things to come off the ark. Mm. And then the earth was populated with the animals. Um, So, you know, I I always think that's interesting. um, That it's kind of reverse order. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. You know, people are obviously God's highest creation. And he he granted them the ability to be the first ones off of the ark and back onto that new, new planet or new earth. Yeah, that's interesting. That's fascinating. Uh, So here is our last question. We know in verse 21, God gives a promise to never again strike every living thing down as he had just done. Uh, How do we reconcile that promise with the tragedies and the disasters that we see around us? So that's a, it's a really challenging question. And I think that's probably something that leaders may, may hear in class. So I think it's kind of important to talk about that. You know, the promise that God gave was um, not one of total annihilation. Uh, You know, God didn't say that bad things wouldn't happen. Because as humans, Noah and his family were still marred by sin. Mm -hmm. So sin still existed in humanity. Um, And obviously because of sin, bad things happen. And, you know, that that wasn't going to change. And I think that's kind of what God is alluding to here. You know, it's mm-hmm. think, bad things are going to happen. Yes. Um, but God is still God. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and in the end, you know, cliche, in the end, we, we know who wins. And, and that mm-hmm. is true. But, you know, that there are still trials and tribulations and struggles that every one of us is going to go through in life. So, you know, it in light of the things that do happen in our world, uh, we can hang on to that fact that God was faithful to Noah and God will be faithful to us too. I think that's a good reminder uh, because we're not going to be able to really go a day or two or three without seeing some 
something that's a disaster for someone, even if it's not for us personally, we're going to see or hear about something that is uh, an unwanted mm-hmm. um, experience or something that is maybe even tragic. And so we're going to see them and, and there's no way to like not experience those things. Um, and so just to understand from scripture that that, that is not something we have to go through alone, that God's promised his presence with us. So that's helpful. Sure. You know, I get I get frustrated all the time when when yeah. things like that happen. Me too. Because <laughs> you know, as a, as a human, I just want everything to to go along like it should, <laughs> yeah. and I know that that's not possible, and and it is frustrating. But you know, ultimately, I have to know that God is in control, and I don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, that's really good. Each week on the podcast, we try to highlight something for the group leader that is either in the leader guide or the leader pack that might be just especially helpful with today's conversation. I do want to bring up pack item number 12. If uh, if group leaders who are listening, if you have the physical pack or the digital pack, uh, there is a handout and the handout is pack item number 12 and it's called Characteristics of Noah's Ark. And it gives just some interesting um, details about the ark itself. Uh, and I think that could be something that you share with your group. It could be something that you skim and maybe um, pull in some details in your teaching time, but it's just uh, additional information and context to really understand the scope, <laughs> the scope of what God called Noah to do. So it's, it's kind of an interesting, it's, it's an interesting handout. So there it is. Uh, thank you for listening today. Uh, let me encourage you to take a look at the blog posts found on GoExploreTheBible.com. These posts will help you better understand Explore the Bible resources and the ideas behind those resources. Uh, we might talk about how to use them best or what's available. Uh, we also may just discuss practical helps for leading a Bible study group and making that just an engaging and significant time. Uh, So those are available at goexplorethebible.com forward slash blog. Tim, thank you for being here with us today. Absolutely. Next week, we will have Bill Craig with us to discuss Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 through 15. We hope you'll join us.